This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 champion. 93-7, the ticket veteran and Creed stand, Jake Bakoven. I love that band, Creed. Coming at you live from the Copple oh, Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Yay, yay, we back on the block for the second hour. Thank y'all for joining us on the block with Stricken Bach. We have Kenzie Knuckles and Nicklin Haynes with us on the block joining us right now. So the ladies, man, we came up short. I watched y'all in this last game, but boy, did y'all put on a wonderful show. How are y'all doing today? Pretty good, yeah. Good, good, good. So tell me, um... You know, what is it like, like, what is the emotion like when you, you know, you, you're riding this high, you know, you're, 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 you feel like you're in a rhythm, you're, you're doing the, uh, the oh best God. thing you can, and you get to the biggest game of the century of, of your, of your life, the thing that you dream about. What is it like, the emotional roller coaster that you go through when you're on the verge of it and you just come up just a little bit short like how do you like what is the emotions like for that um i would say it's really hard to put those emotions into words um it sucked and it's still something that we're trying to get past and just move forward from but yeah i guess just really heartbreaking because as athletes we work really hard for that moment and to be so close to it it's just like it's heartbreaking no doubt Nicklin, as a setter, right? You know, setter is like me, like it's like a point guard. You you kind of you're you're kind of observing how everything going. Are you like the um I love volleyball by the way. I love you guys. I watch you guys often. But are you guys are like as a setter, um and, and like me as a point guard, I'm observing how the flow of the game is going, how the change of the game, you know, happens. Some you know, they may get on a run and stuff like that, and you're like, okay we need to go to this particular person or this person's hot or we need a a, a side out right now. Where, you know, where are we going to go with that? Is that a coach's decision or is that something you're kind of observing in the, in the flow of the game and you got to, you know, writing those plays, like how does that work? Yeah, it's definitely something I kind of observe, especially as the match goes on. We start off with a game plan. Okay. We want to attack this blocker. We want to set this person a lot of balls, but as the, as the match goes on and it develops, if this person's really hot, we're going to keep feeding them the ball and say our middles are on fire. We want, we want to feed them the ball even if we're off, from, off the net. And sometimes when they go on runs and we call timeouts, me and coach will have a conversation about um, who we should set or what, what we should run. But I, I really like that he gives me the ability to make those decisions. And um, we, we talk through it sometimes, but he, at the end of the day, it's my decision, which I think is really cool. That's awesome. Okay, so you guys had a very good recruiting class. You've got a great unit of girls coming back. I'm sure in the off season, like like how in the off season, like for us, you know, if we if we come up short, like in a championship game or 
in, in an NCAA tournament, there, there's some, so we're like ready to get back in the gym. Like, like for you guys, knowing what you have coming, like how do you maintain that cohesiveness? How long do you go home for before you're saying, we need to get back in here, get into the weight room, get into the gym, start working on stuff. Like what, what, what's your off season like for you? Like for me, you know, after an NBA season, depending on if you go deep into the playoffs or whatever the case may be, um, we take a certain amount of time off before we really say, hey, we're going to hit it just to clear our minds and clear. How has that worked for you guys in volleyball? Yeah, um, so after the tournament, we get about a month at home. Um, and usually the first week is completely off. We're not doing anything, just kind of recovering. And then our strength um, coach sends out uh, the workout plan. So it's mm -hmm. just doing it on your own while you're home for those three weeks until we get back. And then once we get back, we hit the ground running. We're working out. We're conditioning. Um, we start beach volleyball, and we start working on our team for the next season. Nice. Kenzie, as a libero, right, um, you, you, you know, what, 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 what are your, your reads? What are the things you're looking for? Or is it just studying of a tape, of the tape, and trying to assess where they like to hit the ball? Or do, are they an angle hitter? Are they a line hitter? Stuff like that. What are the things that you're reading from the libero position to try to be in the right spot? Because, you know, you're phenomenal at what you do. So how, do, how, how, how would you help a young aspiring libero to, to be the best that they can be and to train in order to be able to do it the way that you do it? Yeah, absolutely. Something that's really helped me is just trusting my training and trusting the volleyball player that I am. Um, a lot of volleyball players are very different and skillful in what they do. So for me, being able to read the game has always been a strength of mine and being able to kind of just base it off my athleticism versus there's liberos out there that are much better just being in the same spot and just point blank digging. And that's never really been a strength of mine. So just knowing what type of player you are and sticking to that can be very difficult, but it will be successful. Um, it's really easy to kind of just change what you're doing with who you're playing with because I mean you're playing with against a bunch of all Americans that know how to hit around you know how to do certain things but just being able to stick to what you're doing and what you're good at has um, been a really good tip for me that I've learned good good okay um, last question and I, I know you guys you guys are uh, you know kind of hanging around the market I'm in Florida right now so it's difficult I wish I was there with you guys to be able to do this interview but nonetheless um, one, this is for both of you ladies. There's two part question. One of them is what would you say is your expectation for the upcoming season? Obviously it's the championship. I mean, that's the obvious answer. I mean, but specific goals that you guys are trying to set for yourself for the upcoming season. And who would you say are the two nemesis teams that you just say, you know, we, we, we got over the hump with them, but we're trying to dominate them in the upcoming season where we're trying to show them that, you know, uh, you, you don't when, when you step on this court with us for this game, you're you're going to take an L. And they maybe had you in the past, but, you know, this season we're trying to switch that narrative. Like, who, who would that be? And this for both of you ladies. I want I want to hear that question. Um, I would say the expectations for next year, obviously, win the Natty, that's our our goal every year but I think smaller expectations for us is just making sure that our culture stays consistent um, we have a really strong culture at Nebraska so just making sure that we can 
keep that consistent with the new freshmen coming in and the transfer coming in. And yeah, just having a united team, making sure that working hard and just doing everything we can to put us in the best possible position starting of the season. So yeah, yeah. I would Nicholas. say the same. Yeah, I would say the same. Just maybe this year being a little bit more consistent from the start and throughout the whole season. I feel like last year we were up and down some, um, yeah. but just from the start, just being super consistent and understanding what the expectations are this year and the work that needs to go in so we can stand at the end in Omaha holding that trophy and we're not going to be three points short of uh, winning it all. Amen to that. So then who, 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 Nick Lynn, for you, you can give me one, and then Kenzie, you give me who you is expected. Who in the Big Ten do you guys, or say nationally, who in the Big Ten or nationally do you feel is your nemesis team that you just like, we're going to dominate you this year? I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Um, we've we've struggled the past couple of years playing against them, and this year it, we're just going to have a different mindset going into it, and ah. I think we're tired of, of losing to them. So Yeah. Kinsey. I, I would say either Ohio State or Purdue, and I say that because, yes, we beat Purdue multiple times last year, but they play a different type of volleyball, and same with Ohio State. They give us a run, not because I think that they're better than us, but because they play a different volleyball than the rest of Big Ten. Um, a lot of the Big Ten teams are very big and athletic, and you kind of play that like side-out game right away versus Purdue and Ohio State. They have scrappy small players and they play a different style of volleyball that mm, for some reason catches us off guard every single year which i think this year um our team is becoming a little bit more scrappy a little bit more like that so i think that'll be beneficial okay sounds good and what's your what's it like last question for both of you i played in the divan but it was the basketball game I remember when I was there, you, you guys were actually in the Coliseum at that time. What was it like when you showed up on a recruiting visit and then also to be a part of playing in that raucous Devaney Center when that crowd is 17,000 full? Yeah, especially as a recruit, when you're getting recruited and you go to one of the games, you're just like, all these people are here to watch volleyball. Because I think you go to a lot of other colleges when you're getting recruited and no one has that amount of support or people who love to watch volleyball. And what I love about our fans is they know volleyball too. So it's not like they don't know what's going on. They're invested in uh, our team and in the sport, which makes it really cool. And every time I run out in Devaney, I get goosebumps um, just being able to play in front of that crowd and in that environment. And it's, it's none, there's no other place like it in the whole country uh, for volleyball. You guys are leading right now the charge in hopefully changing the dynamic of the culture there. You and baseball right now are the, where the eyes of, of, of the love of everything that is Nebraska and Husker basketball, I mean, Husker sports right now. So what's it like walking on campus with, you know, your head held high? Yeah, I mean, you came up short on the natty, but that you guys – are basically the it. Now, so for us as basketball players back in the day, I mean, we were successful, but, you know, the football team was winning national championships. So, you know, it, 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 was, a, it was a different type of swag. Like, like, what is it like going into class and being on campus? The campus is beautiful now, by the way. It was nothing mm -hmm. like it is now. So you guys got a great campus. What is it like now on campus for you guys as being the stars of the campus? Yeah, it's actually crazy because 
from our point of view, it's like we didn't fulfill what we wanted. And it's like, well, we lost in the natty. And, like, that's upsetting for us. But, like, for our fans, it's like they're still so proud of us. And that's kind of awesome to see, like, still, I don't know, walking around campus or just walking around town, honestly, and people being, like, so proud of you. Like, congratulations on your season. Like, to us, that means a lot. And just because it's a little bit different in our heads, like, we're still trying to process that. So, yeah, I would just say it's really awesome. And, yeah, nothing like it. Last, last for you, Nicklin, how about you? Yeah, um, it, it's kind of crazy to think that I'm, like, 22 and I play volleyball and the amount of support that people have given me here. And they just love this team, which I think is awesome. And they're so invested, and they're invested in who we are as people, not just volleyball players, which I think is awesome. It, I'm, it's it's an, honestly an honor to just for people to recognize us on, on the street or, or in class. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm definitely going to come back and, and, and show up in the Devaney to watch you guys sometime next year. Um, I'm going to try to work it out to where it's not so freaking cold because I've lived <laughs> in Florida. So I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to just sneak in there when the weather is still right, you know, maybe in <laughs> September or something like that. But congratulations again on a wonderful season. Um, again, we're watching you. We love you. We think the most of you. We're proud of you. And uh, thank you for joining us on the block tonight and uh, sharing just your heart and your thoughts and how you feel about, uh, you know, the Husker program and, and just being a part of the program and its success. Thank you for joining us on the block. Yeah. Thank you for Thank having you. us. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back after this, and we'll jump into some Super Bowl moments and some of those favorite moments right after this on the block.